Welcome to the show. It is Friday, November 30th. November 2018. 30th. My name is Luke Chaconis. Welcome to the Unemployed Guys podcast. Here with, as always, the beautiful, the sexy, the talented Sean Allen Young. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hello. How you doing? It is the Friday the 13th episode. It is. In a weird way, would you care to explain to the listeners yes, how that is? Because this is a Friday episode, mm-hmm. and it's our 13th episode. That's how the calendar works. That's how numbers work. Math. That's how math That's math. I'm really good at math, in I'm, case you didn't know. I can count to 13. Are you actually good at math? No. Are you not? No, I'm awful. Better than me, though. No. I'm, I'm really bad. No, because you actually got tutoring. I got to the point. <laughs> I got to the point where I said, wow, I'm really not good at this. I'm just going to stop. I don't know if I would count. I mean, okay, so full disclosure, yes, I guess in a way I, would, I had help. Because yeah. usually you pay a tutor. I think I gave Anthony like a six-pack of beer, and a lot of our sessions included me looking at the computer and him just shaking his head in disapproval. Like, damn it, what else do I have to do to get through to this child? But, uh, yeah, no, that's, but it's good that you went for the help. Mm -hmm. I just, I just didn't. I just realized that I couldn't do it, and then said, well, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. One of my favorite memories of getting... Tutor Anthony was such a great... Anthony, as you all might remember, a few weeks ago from the worst movie trivia battle of all time. We're going to have him on the show again very soon. Uh, But he tutored me, quote-unquote, junior and senior year of college. I'm horrible at math. And I think it was my junior year winter... uh, Winter. Junior... Winter of junior year. Mm -hmm. And I was just doing horrible in this one math class, and I needed to get like a 93 or higher on my final in order to pass. And that was like, we were were trying our best. And he came over, I think the night before my final, and we were in already like an hour or two into studying, and it was just brutal. And I wasn't getting it, and I could tell he was getting frustrated. (laughs) He could tell I was getting frustrated. And after a while, I just said, Anthony... It's over. It's over. It's over. I said, well, well, let's try again next semester. (laughs) I said, there's no point in trying. And I can honestly say, I went in to take that final the next day, and it was on a computer. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you took the final, your score would pop up immediately, which is really nice if you've gone into a test and you've prepared and you want to see that score right away to get that satisfaction. It's horrible if you are in my boat and you're like, I don't want to see this score because this is going to be a mess. It's going to ruin my day. I can honestly say I got through the test. Uh I clicked on the submit to see the submit and the final button, and then I knew right after that the screen would pop up that would show my score. Yeah. I clicked submit, the <laughs> screen popped up, I didn't look at my score, and I left. To this day, <laughs> I still don't know what I got on that test. Did you pass the class? No. Oh no. So I know I didn't. I know oh. I did horrible on the on the exam. I just didn't want to know how badly I did. Well, you got below a ninety-two. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's math. Because 92 is less than 93. Yeah, I, 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 so. I had to take the course again the next semester, so I'm assuming <laughs> I didn't pass. I, what if I, what if I passed what if and I just took it again for shits and giggles and I paid that money um, and, all, and all, that, all that stuff? But that, that's a true story. Yeah, I, I'll never know. And my teacher, her name was, oh, what was her last name? Uh, Dauphin. 
Mrs. Dofeng. Oh. And she was a very small German woman. Huh? She talked with a microphone. <laughs> she wore vests that only a grandma would rock. Right. Which, no disrespect to the grandmas of the world, we love them. Yes. Um, but I always had a bit with Anthony, and I said that she was going to eat me at some point throughout <laughs> the semester. Like, I would go into her office for office hours, and... She would be like, okay, now let's get into the oven and let's okay. make some cookies. I don't know if that's a German accent. Does she have an oven in her office? Well, I was thinking like the Hansel and Gretel thing. This is a weird story. I was thinking like Hansel and Gretel, the, the witch yeah. lures them into the cave with candy. and Who then she's Gretel? Um, you're my Gretel, baby. No, I was never in the class. Yeah. You're near it. Oh, you will be. Uh, you will be. But, I passed most, some of my classes in yeah, college. Yeah, I didn't, um, I did not do well. I did, what, what, what were some of your worst, what was your worst class you took at Western. Well, I mean, oh, at Western? At Western. Oh. I don't care about your Eastern stuff. I'm not even convinced you went there. What about ISU? I don't care about that either. <laughs> what about Heartland Community College? Okay, now that sounds interesting. I took a guitar class there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Free credits. Free arts credits. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember anything. You're high? Uh-huh. Were you high during the... Oh, no. remember? Stoned? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I don't do that. Oh, good for you. No. I don't either. That's for losers. <laughs> if you yeah. smoke weed, you're a loser. What about if you hit the jewel every day? I'm a loser. Yeah, you are a loser. There you go. Lay on, lay on the spikes. I... No, any, any classes at Western that you can remember that were just shit shows for you? He's dead. Uh, no. And we've lost him. He's I back. I did pretty well. Actually, a Western. What was that one uh, class? There was always a class member you always hated going to. All of them. I mean, those, um, all of them. I didn't like school. Yeah, I I always liked their major courses. Yeah, um, they were fine. I did I, mean, I learned. Did you take stagecraft where you had to like learn all of the? Oh yeah, that was, I was it. I was horrible at that. Only I was, because I I ended up not doing all of my hours and somehow passed that class. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. It was I I I never understood it. Because I would go I would go in mm-hmm. for like maybe two hours. Yeah. And then somehow it would come back that I was in there for you know, ten. I was really good at the lights mm-hmm. just because not the designing aspects. I've I've always been a horrible like artist in the sense of painting or mm-hmm. like drawing. Right. So any of that shit with like trying to like find the focus in the color schemes, not for me. But if you're like, go climb up that ladder, take that light with you and hang it, I'm your guy. I can right. do that. Move those bricks yeah. to make sure the, the line sits, you know, way, way the same. I was your guy. My worst one by far, though, was sewing. I mm-hmm. can't sew to save my life. Thank God I'm not like a medic in the army. Everyone would just be dead. I would, I would be of no help. No, um, they would be fine, but someone else would just be doing the work. Yes, I, I'd be great moral support. Like, just hang on, man. We're going to help you out. You got this. We're going to help you out. But <laughs> I remember I had to make like a... I had to stitch something for my final. No, we had to do a we had to do a project where and essentially for those listening, it was like a home ec class basically. Yeah. Just you learn we learned skills for in like wood shop, right. um, wood uh, shop sewing, sewing lighting, lighting design is kind of more of a theater thing. And then also also I think we had a makeup portion too. That's not usually in home ec. Oh, did you not? No, I had it. I never I had it. it. But that was a whole that class, too. wasn't it? It was actually. That was a separate course you could take, yeah. Yeah, and I, course I didn't have to take that because yeah. of all of my credits that I had. But so in the sewing portion of the class, I had to, we had to sew a bag. That was one of our, yeah. our projects. Yeah. It was like a little tote bag or whatever. Never I never finished know. it. I worked my ass off on that thing <laughs> for like two weeks straight. 
I got like a D plus on it. I was proud of that. And when I got it back, it looked like it had been through a wood chipper. <laughs> it looked like garbage. I mean, I, at least you finished yours. See, that's what yeah. I mean. I had I I had never finished my Your stuff. bag. I never finished my little fish that yeah. we had to make. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm here with a You're here. with a degree. You did it. You did it. So well, hey. No Speaking of things from college, no, later no. on in the show, no. we're going to have someone from our past calling in. Who? That's right, calling in. Who? Madeline Lego. A lot of our What's Western friends. Uh, Bartholomew? Mm, that can't be it. Oh. Constantine. Constantine Lego is Ooh, calling in. That's a great name. That dude. should be her stage name. We'll talk about that on the show there. Um, Constantine. Maddie Lego calling in. She is our friend, New York actress, mm-hmm. based out there. She's going to be calling and say hey. Uh, also, we're going to be debating a couple things. Uh, if you listen to our Monday episode, I had some comments uh, about uh, relationships, social media. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, they were controversial. I just had some opinions. Were. We were coming from the dude side. Yeah. And now we're going to have a woman of the opposite sex. And a true woman. A true woman. Like, and like the definition woman, of a woman. Like the absolute fiercest, most wonderful woman ever. One of the funniest... Uh, and kindest, and also isn't afraid to give you the, you know, figure shit out, yeah. life talk, yeah, is Maddie. So we're going to have her on. She's yeah. going to give kind of her take on things. This isn't going to be a, a brawl. We're going to get her opinion. We want to get her opinion. If she was here in real life, it would be a brawl. It would be a brawl, and she, 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 she lifts. She lifts. She would... She's known for, in New York, I'm sure they know her, she's wearing, she goes to, like, the gym in, like, the most obscure things, <laughs> Crocs, like, a, like in a mostly. parka, like a parka and Crocs <laughs> kind of thing. But, no, Maddie's the best, so we're going to have her on in the second part. We're going to just talk life, see how she's doing in New York. Yeah. Maybe give her a, a little acting tips for any of our fellow actors out there listening. Of course. If you were trying to do the New York hustle, and I think she also saw The Grinch. No. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about that. Oh, no. Sean will go... Uh, Huff paint while that's going on, and I'll, yeah, I'll conduct that interview. And I'll talk about Jim Carrey's Grinch. Right. And you guys can talk about Benedict Cumberbatch. My favorite Grinch is the animated. Uh, no, I'd say the Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim Carrey was perfect. Yeah, he made a, He made a perfect Grinch. It was, that's. I honestly think we might have even talked about this on a, a past show, which, by the way, thirteen shows. We did it. I didn't think. And, I mean, and we're and this is how it ends. And this is and this is and how this it ends it. on Friday the thirteenth ish. Uh, and and we've been averaging. We have a we have a solid cult. We following. have a solid cult following. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I was gonna say just in terms of generation things with oh, the Grinch. Yeah. You know, the animated one was our parents. Maybe someone like a Tom Souls. Mm, of course. The Jim Carrey one was ours. Yeah. And now this new one with Benedict. That's kind of everyone the, around that fifty to sixty year old range. Which is Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then. I think, but I I remember watching it. I remember the original, watching, yeah. yeah, the original and stuff. Like yeah, that. I am I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. So but no, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a good show today. Yeah. Uh, we are gonna get to sports here in just a couple of seconds because we didn't really get to that on the Monday episode. But yeah, yeah. who needs before it? we get into that and bring uh, Tommy Ice the man in himself, um, we are gonna just say as always, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please please feel free to rate and review the show. Gets more, a little more notice for us. It does us a lot of good. We appreciate it. And if you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, uh, keep sharing. And just thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. And if you want to send in any questions, we have a couple. We've had a couple of questions, emails ish. Yeah. At the Unemployed Guys Podcast at gmail.com. Have we send had them in recently. 
Uh, we've had a couple. I just uh, I have to look at them. Oh, I don't know. I, who knows? Who knows? That's not a great plug. Send us your emails. We might not look we at them. We might look at them. We might. We who might knows? not. Let's see. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit done with there. But sitting at the table right now, joining us, I think it's his uh, first time being on in about a week or so. Yeah. Uh, Tom Souls, Tommy Ice, is here. Hi, Tom. Tom, what's your name? Hi, guys. Name? Richard. Thomas Richard. <laughs> what a dick. Yep. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That's my grandpa's name. Is it really? Dick. Dick Young? Is his yeah. name actually no, Richard? No, or is it Oh, Dick Alderman. Mm -hmm. Dick. Dick Richard Alderman. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That'd be mom's side of the family. Mm -hmm. Very nice. My mama's, my mama's so daddy. He, he was born... He, he, was, was, he was, was born Dick. He was born Dick. Okay, I'm just making sure I wasn't trying to... I didn't know. I don't, hey, I have good, 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 for, good for Dick. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, good let's... Uh, good, guy. good guy, good grandpa. Good, good, good grandpa. Oh, great grandpa. Great grandpa. The best He's your great grandpa. He's not my great grandpa. <laughs> He's just my regular grandpa. <laughs> Who happens to be great. Who, who's a great grandpa. A grandma? Or just hmm? a grandpa? Huh? I would okay. say most grandpas are great without being... What is... Technically, great grandpas. What is happening? Yeah, my grandpa's great, and he's not my great he's grandpa. Not your great right. grandpa. He's an extraordinary he's great... grandpa. Ooh. He's out of this world. Taking so it to another level. He's out of the solar system. So he's your grandpa's 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 grandpa. If he's extraordinary grandpa, that doesn't make any sense. Extra, extraterrestrial. Extra grandpa. Et the extraterrestrial. Speaking of et, hey, did you guys uh, hey. watch football? Oh, did yeah. watch a lot of football. <laughs> Oh, Tom Souls. Tom you're here. Souls, you're here. Uh, where are we at with the rankings after Thanksgiving uh, and going into this week? Uh, after Thanksgiving and the week weekend that followed, uh, Sean remains in the lead uh, with a record of fifty and nineteen. Yeah, and then Luke is in second at forty six and twenty three. And I've really sucked the last two weeks, and I'm in last at forty four and twenty five. You know, okay. it's okay to suck. Yes. Yeah, both of you. Thank you it's for okay. that reassurance. Mm -hmm. uh, That'll help me get through it's this. It's 2018. It's times. not polite to bully anymore. <laughs> Actually, it was never really polite, but even so, even more so now. No, no. It was polite at one point. To bully? Yeah. Back in the 90s, oh, yeah. didn't you see, like, Goonies? Yeah. And it, it, it inspired them to go find that guy with one eye. Right. One-eyed Willie. Hey, you guys want to see a dead body? Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Shuffle Shuffle wouldn't have been born without bullying. That is true. You know, Do the truffle shuffle. Forget the twerking. Oh, come on, man. Bring back the truffle shuffle. I agree. Forget twerking, bring back the truffle shuffle. Yeah. yeah. If I yeah. saw women doing the truffle shuffle on Instagram, per se, yeah. I would like them more. Yeah. <laughs> I would I like them more. Because right now, right, I would the twerking them. is not doing it. I would admire them more because the truffle shuffle, I think, is more. Funny. It's funny. It's funnier. Mentally more difficult. We'll to talk do. to Maddie about this when she comes Lifting on. Lifting up your shirt and just doing that. The truffle shuffle? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can do it. It's the. It's a mind. mind everyone can freak. do it physically, but not everyone can do it mentally, I don't think. It's all just just once you truffle, you know you're in. You can't, <laughs> can't stop What does truffle mean? Well, I'll give you it. Uh, what, what sometime, sometimes after I, eat, after I eat uh, White Castle, I have a, a chocolate truffle oh, that okay. comes Ooh. out, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. I'm sorry <laughs> I asked. Please explain. Uh, I should have lied. Okay, so moving on to um, the sports. What do we got this weekend, boys? What are, what are we excited about for this weekend? Uh, I'm excited for the Bears to win again without Mitchell Titbisky. What a game on Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, because... I was really happy. Yeah. Good times right now in Chicago. Chase Daniel is... I mean, I, I knew going in that Chase Daniel was going to be solid. Yeah. He's been around, I think, Nagy for years, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, He's just one of those veteran quarterbacks who... Yeah. He hasn't started in four years, I think. 
Uh, he up had to, no, up he to had, last yeah. game. I think and it was like yeah. 2013 or 2014. 2014, yeah. So I, I thought it was great. I mean, he, he did his job as a backup quarterback. Yeah. He wasn't – one thing that was really funny that watching him play, not that I took for granted when Mitch would play, just the, the ground game with mm-hmm. him compared to Mitch in terms of mobility yeah. and running. Yeah. Mitch is essentially like – the Bears essentially have three running backs. Like, yeah, basically. With Tariq Jordan and Mitchell Trubisky. Uh-huh. So it was just funny because Chase counting did, Benny Cunningham? No, nobody should count Benny Cunningham. <laughs> or uh, what's his face? What's his, well, no, the one guy scored a touchdown on Thanksgiving. Miz, uh, Mizell? What's his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, Mizell? yeah. Yeah, so he's fine. Benny Cunningham? No, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just funny because Chase Daniel, not the most agile, but he doesn't need to be. Right. Not, not, not every quarterback needs to be like Cam Newton or Mitchell no, I think with, the, it, with the speed. I don't, you know, usually you say, uh, let's, okay, so we're having our reserve quarterback in today. Uh-huh. Uh Let's just hope he doesn't lose the game for us. And yeah. he just basically manages and he did that. that. He did. But yeah. I think he went above and beyond doing yeah. that. I think he I think he did a fine job. And obviously the big strength though on that Thanksgiving game, the defense. Yeah. We we are just so fortunate yeah. to have that defense. Um it'll be it'll be a nice to nice test to see them against uh OBJ and uh Mr. Tree Legs Mr. himself. Mr. Tree Trunks himself. Yeah. Uh Saquon. Yeah. I don't. I'm telling. I've said it before. Don't sleep on the Giants this weekend. It's not a rollover game. Uh, this is a team that if you get cocky, then we'll take it because they're what three and eight or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that has an upset. Has, has upset potential. I mean, Do not take this game lightly. They're bad. They're a bad team. But they've but got they, they've got some yeah. strong weapons. Yeah. yeah. They've got um, some stars. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not and it's in New York. This is this is not a game just to sleep on. So that's why if. This talks is if Mitchell's gonna be ready to go Sunday. I hope he can play, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's the starter. But I, if Nagy goes the route how he kind of did with Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson to give him another you know game to kind of freshen up, yeah. I would understand it. But I, I would also you know if Matt Nagy's listening, which I'm sure he is, yes. I would say don't take the Giants lightly. I'm just saying, Matt, thank you for uh, growing this season. You're doing he a great, great job. He is such a freaking great coach. First two, first three weeks, I was like, dude. Yeah, he's grow gonna, up. He's gonna have growing. But now things. he has grown yeah, up. He's so grown up. Yeah. He's okay. And now he, now he's, now he's a real boy. You guys ever seen yeah. MetLife Stadium? You mean other than on TV? Yeah, no. yeah, like in real life. No, it's hilarious. It is out in you know it's well, it's in, in the, the Meadowlands, right? right? Yeah. But it is out in the middle of just an enormous parking lot, hmm. like the in, like oh like. Four city blocks of just parking. Is lot. the parking just for the stadium? Or is there other yeah. stuff around? Nope. <laughs> It is just and there's the nothing stadium. around it's hilarious outside the parking lots, right? It's just kind of yeah. Well, it's the Jersey I mean, Turnpike. Like, yeah, it's right off Jersey Turnpike, and um, there's I think there's some. It might be like a soccer stadium that's like a little ways away from it, so it's just like two huge stadiums <laughs> and enormous. There's just nothing around it. Is Met, MetLife the Giants and Jets share that stadium? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Tough, tough go for both. Yeah, of them. not a great year for New York. Football. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough go for the fan base, but they're used to it, I'm sure. So, yeah, I think it'll be. I'm, yeah, I got the Bears winning this weekend. Just don't sleep on, don't sleep on the Giants. Uh, any other games really that we want to talk about? Just we'll do, run down um, real quick. I actually think uh, all the primetime games this week are really good matchups. We get the Saints and Cowboys tonight. Yep. And then Sunday night is the Vikings and Patriots. Okay. And Monday night is the Chargers and Steelers. Yep. Those are all playoff teams, probably. Uh, with the exception of maybe Dallas, but they have a great shot still. So mm-hmm. they're it's hot. a big game for them. They're hot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with 
uh, Alex Smith being hurt mm-hmm. and the Eagles not playing very well. And one the two Cowboys in a row, right? have won two in a row. And one on Thanksgiving. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have a chance to um, really surge towards the division lead. Yeah. I think in the um, NFC least because mm-hmm. that division sucks. I think Sean said it before, and I agree with him. I don't think the Steelers are as good as their record shows. They're six three and one. I, I believe. Yeah. I yeah. I don't. Six, when I watch them play, I I don't see it. Um, there's been a lot of controversy around them this year with Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I just that's I don't I hey their record is great. It's a good record. I just I don't when I see them I don't. I don't think they they are that team, right. but obviously they must be because they they have that record. I just I I don't know. No, I think they're a good football team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl caliber no. football team. No, no. 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 Um, and I think I mean they're, they're probably going to win that division still. Yeah, I think if the right. Ravens were Ravens got off to a hot start, right? As did the Bengals, and uh, have now since yeah. kind of both Ravens fell in a little bit of a lull. The Bengals have fallen into a hole. Mm-hmm. Especially with the injury to Andy Dalton. Yeah. Um, and their defense can't stop anybody anymore. Yep. So One thing I want to say about that game, Chargers-Steelers, uh, is I really, really want to see Phillip Rivers do something. I want to see him in a Super Bowl. Yeah. That would be I so can't. much fun. I agree. He's been around forever, but he's he is like, the most underrated quarterback in the himself. league. It's just because he's not in the Chargers. It's yeah. just, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. formerly the San Diego Chargers, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's that San Diego curse. Yeah. Those teams out there are just they're so bad. damn dull. Yeah. They're just so, so boring. Yeah. I know. I know now they're the L.A. Chargers, but right. they still have that stigma. Chargers also yeah. have the best uniforms in the league. They are great. That, the, powder the powder blues. powder blues are great. And they, last Sunday they wore, so like their normal blue is like a darker blue. Yeah. But they wore like a like a no, more truer blue mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah, Those looked that. really Those great too. Really, really good looking. Let me see and that, that Thunderbolt, the lightning bolt or whatever, oh, is yeah. just a great Yeah, and it's simple. Logo. Are we talking about these? Yeah, those ones are pretty right. cool. It's simple yeah. and it matches, it like, it, it forms cool. to their helmets perfectly. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Pretty yeah. cool. All right, so I got that game. One game uh, in our pool that we were talking about, maybe not the most exciting game, but we just thought it was a really bit of, bit of a swing game uh, with two teams. It's kind of like, what's going on? Ravens-Falcons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that was the big swing game this week that we all were pretty divided on. Yeah. The Ravens had looked really good mm-hmm. and then kind of lulled. Yep. And then Joe Flacco got hurt and mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson came in and nobody's really sure how was that going to go. Yeah. But he's played really well. Yep. And they mm-hmm. won two in a row. They're back on the, looking on the mm-hmm. up and up. And the Falcons are struggling, so... I don't get it. But the Falcons, Falcons are at home. Yeah. yeah. I it's, do not get uh, it. The they, they have no... Deep, they literally have... No, they would be better off not playing defense the entire game and then right. just trying to outscore people. Yeah, absolutely. Always they have they've no got defense. a lot of... No, they... Well, a lot of their best defenders have gotten hurt mm-hmm. and lost for the year. Yeah. They lost both starting safeties. Um, and on the so. offensive side, Devontae Freeman. And they were having trouble yeah. stopping people... He, before that, mm-hmm. defense so, wasn't good before that. So I always, I think definitely, I think I've said in, on past episodes, the Falcons are the Los Angeles Angels, just in the sense <laughs> of they got the talent there, and it's just like, why isn't this working? Same thing with yeah. the Nationals. Um, anything else in football? Because I can use that transition to segue into baseball. There's a baseball story I want to talk about. Um, but right. you guys have anything else with football? Before yeah, move on? just just real quick, Falcon defensively wise, uh, they've uh, per game they've allowed 396 yards per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, passing yards allowed 273, rushing yards allowed 123 per game. Jesus. Uh, so, you know. My God. They have 
they're averaging yeah. 0.8 interceptions per game. Jesus. And 0.1 fumbles recovered per game. Oh, my God. So, no turnovers, no defense usually means no wins. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, real quick, before we move to baseball, week 13 we're on. Correct. Best team in the NFL right now? Saints. Sean? Mm, I mean, yeah, Saints is but the Saints easy Saints and the pick. Rams are... 1A and 1B. I Saints is the my, easy my pick, pick is the Saints. Yeah. I, I think right I now, I think right now they are just and I I will I will say it here. I gave them some shit a few weeks ago with the defense. I think the defense is strong. It's solid and it's the best offense in the NFL by yeah. far. I I'll change. I will argue that the Chargers are the best team right now going into this week. What what are they? They're eight. They're, they're only three. they're only eight and three, but their defense is playing. Outstanding right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they'd really be in the conversation. They really kind of blew that game to Denver. Yeah, they did. Ago. They did, so. and that was you know. This is going to be a fun potential playoff season. A lot of yeah. teams that we have not seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Teams like the Chargers, the Bears, getting in there. Uh, yeah. I think this could. I be, mean, the Texans have won Texans, eight games in a row. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they always get in the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, I mean, they are they are having a great a great year. The Texans were not supposed to be winning games this year. Yeah. Um, but I think the addition of um, what's his face, Mary Thomas. Yep. I think the addition of him. Yep. Um, is going to help in uh, I, when they get to the playoffs. Even more targets for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, JJ Watts healthy. And JJ Watts is healthy. Matt Watts is healthy there. Uh, Jadavian Clowney is healthy. Yep. It'll oh, be yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. So, all right, that's our little football talk. I wanted to get into baseball. Uh, real quick, I saw this today. Wanted to get your guys' opinions on it. Robinson Cano, looking like to the Mets. Oh, him and Edwin Diaz. Yes. Oh. M E T S Mets Mets Mets. Um, what do you guys think of that? I do. We care at all? I don't care okay. about Robinson uh, Cano. I think more so just going back to New York is my thing. Obviously not the Yankees. Not the Yankees. If, the if city, that but... trade happens, mm-hmm. it's well. I mean, if you really pay attention to baseball, you already know that. The Sierra, Seattle Mariners GM Jerry Depoto yeah. has come out and saying it's essentially a rebuilding year, but not quite. He didn't say that. It's yeah. more of a two-year plan and not like a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. They're looking to flip the script. Yeah. And so they could be looking to trade Cano because he's making a ton of money. Yeah. He's got a lot of years left on that contract. 36 years old. Um, yeah, and he's years old. old. He's kind of um, in that boat. Not, I love him. Mm-hmm. He's in the Cabrera boat. Yeah. He's in the Cabrera yeah, yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's still productive, though. Yeah. And yeah. outside well, of two years ago, he's been healthy. Yeah. And he's I mean, still... I mean, his defense is fine. It's not great. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the difference between baseball and every other sport is you can be 36 yeah. and still lead the league yeah. in you know slugging percentage yeah. or you know something like that. Conversely, so, the Mets could be trying to recontend mm-hmm. after I, a, after a horrible after season. a horrible year. Horrible. But they've also talked there's also been talks about them possibly trading Noah Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like I, but if they were to trade for Cano and Diaz, mm-hmm. I don't think they should trade Syndergaard because I think if you're trading for Cano and Diaz that means you're trying to compete. Yeah. Those are win-now players, yep. and trading Syndergaard would not get you win-now players. Yep. They get you a ton of prospects, yeah. don't get me wrong, but that they're not going to... They also can't win without that pitching staff, because yeah. that's basically all that team has right now, yeah. and I don't think they would trade Syndergaard. Conversely, if they don't trade for Cano and Diaz, and yeah. they want to trade Syndergaard, mm-hmm. by all means, go and do that, and retool, yep. reload, rebuild, Absolutely. whatever. Um, the other big trade rumors are... Um, 
a deal between the Indians and the Dodgers, uh, which would consist of Corey Kluber and Yasiel mm. Puig. Uh, um, oh, yeah, one so, one, eh? Well, well there would be, involved, there would be, but those yeah. are the those are the main players. Yeah. So I mean, that would be a. I don't know why the Indians would do that. Because I, I don't know either. I don't Corey think Kluber's Yasiel great. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Yasiel Puig is. This, Speaking as a Tiger uh, fan, I could say he is very good Corey Clover. Yeah, yeah. He's very good. Uh, he's very good. Unless they feel like they have some prospects. I don't know the Indians farm system that well. I don't either. Unless they feel like they have some prospects they can come up. But, I mean, no matter who they bring up, isn't going to be as good as Corey there's been There's right. been talks that they now, might if they want to trade the Trevor Bauer or Carlos Carrasco, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even then, they're still the best team in that division. I just don't understand if they want to compete for a World Series title, mm-hmm. not just the division title. Corey Kluber is not the right move. Right. And, and I'll remind everybody, uh, 3-1 lead. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Sean. Anything else in sports, really? Uh, or do we want to... Uh, Josh Donaldson signed with the Braves. Yep. One, yeah, one-year deal, right? One-year, 20 mil. Okay. Uh, They're going to be good. Third spin. win now mode, yep. so yep. that's a good move for It's them. good to see that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the Braves. Uh, they've always been a cool yeah, team. Well, every... Got that new stadium that's pretty awesome. Yeah. We Ever... saw potentially that A's get a new stadium. Yeah, big news for Things are looking up for Tom. Ever since uh, MLB 1997 on the original PlayStation, mm-hmm. I've always been a Chipper Jones fan. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's always it's always fun to see the Braves do well. Yeah, they're a cool team. They're yeah. cool, so. All right, so we got, that's what we got in sports, really. So it's pretty, pretty, I guess, a fairly slow week. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, not, not much else going I mean, on. How's, the, how's everyone's week been? Good, good week? <laughs> oh, throwing it back to football real quick. Okay. Not only... Trying to talk <laughs> about your feelings, and you brought it to football. Yep. Uh, God no, bless No it. time for that. Uh, but for the Bears fans out there, not only was it a great week because you won a game without Mitchell Trubisky, but the Packers lost, yeah. virtually eliminating them from the playoffs. Yeah, but I would rather I would have rather Green Bay won and put Minnesota, Minnesota even yeah. farther back. But the Packers... Currently have the same record as the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yes. Also sad, very sad. Like five minutes before I hopped on the show today, I was talk, I was reading about football, mm-hmm. and I realized that there's a very good possibility that the Browns are going to win more football games than the Forty ers this year, and that just made me very sad. I mean, but what you know? What are they actually going to do with it? Well, Forty Nineers, Forty Nineers lost their, just, their yeah. I know, their I know, guy. I know, but still, it just made me sad. Yeah, well, that's fair. Well, uh, I'd say go crying to a pillow about it. I'll and, do that at And the it break. serves you right for interrupting my question about how everyone's week was. How was your week? Uh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, I ref- the moment is past. I refuse to I talk. I had a good week. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is, this is my, look, I pay the bills I here, ask the questions. And you true. answer the questions. I, I definitely, out of all, I've been sitting on a gold mine. I pay one third of the bills here. I've got so much money saved in old railroad bonds. <laughs> you guys are screwed. In the 1820s. I some railroad bonds on Red Dead Redemption too. Tom finished, oh. did you like that game? I did. You, you finished it. I did finish it. I finished yeah. it yesterday. And a um, little quick review, I mean, for any video game fans out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you love the first one, you're going to like the second one. Yeah. Um, it actually made me like the first one more. Yeah. In the sense because it's a Red Dead 2 is a prequel to Red mm-hmm. Dead 1. Yeah. And the storyline, they intertwine the storyline very well. And um, you actually wanted to go play the it first one. It made me one want again. to go back and play the first one again. Okay. Which is which is a good like that's the way you make a video game. To yeah. if, Well, like and if, I think uh, they knew future video games. I think when they finished this they were like I think they knew that it was going to make people feel the way that I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. They had some yeah. cooking. Yeah. Need some cooking. Yeah. That's good. Any other, any other video games on the horizon you'll play, or do you take a break now? For um, a bit? It's possible. 
that I may uh, I played the Gears of War franchise last year, but I haven't played the newest one, so I might hop onto Gears of War four. Yeah, we'll see about and you're that. A, you're a PS four guy. Yeah, but that's on the Xbox, see. so I'm gonna use Sean's Xbox for that. Okay, and if anyone would ever like to use my Game Boy Advance, I will find my old Daredevil uh, game from two thousand three with Ben Affleck. Nobody There's a sign-up sheet on the wall. There's a sign-up sheet on the wall. Please fill up. Names, signatures are already growing. And I'm, I'm supposed, supposed to use this room for an hour. <laughs> it's my time. It's my time. You can sit down, and while you're playing that game, I will also put on the movie on the TV. So it's a it's a win-win. We should probably look into hiring a security guard to keep the a little double daredevil action. I'll do devil. I'll do security if you hire me. Um. Okay. Great. <laughs> I want to go to break because I want to have a lot of time with Maddie as much as we can yeah. to see how she's doing. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say I've uh, been watching a lot of movies lately. Um, I'm throwing this out to the, to, the, to the listeners now. If you guys remember Anthony from a few weeks ago, he and I are currently in a gridlocked challenge. Every year, we try to see who can watch more movies. I'm going to say this because I believe I've made more, that year. Made that year. Had to, had right. to be released. Uh, so this year, we're keeping track of who's seen the most 2018 releases. Years prior to this, I have wiped the floor with Anthony. I've beaten him every year from, from what I can remember. As long as we've been doing this, right. which is like which is a, two, two or three yeah, years yeah. tops, if that. This year, though, Anthony is giving me a very strong run for my money. Yeah. So, been watching a lot of movies. I'm not going to reveal what number I'm at right now, uh, as Anthony will not be doing either. But at the end of 2018, or our first show of 2019, we're going to be uh, announcing who saw the most. And then we'll be doing our top tens, top worsts of the year. But I just want to say, we've been watching a lot of movies lately, um, and we will be talking about those in the future. Um, just right, right up quick off the top, what have we watched? We watched um, Leave No Trace. Really good. Really good. Loved it. Um, Un, uh, first Reformed. Upgrade. upgrade. We're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. Upgrade we watched. A lot of fun. Hurricane Heist. Hurricane Heist, that's right. Not yep. the worst thing I've ever seen, but not good. And then we watched a movie called First Reformed. And I don't yeah. want to get into it now. But what a pretentious movie <laughs> that I literally got a headache. I had I had to take ibuprofen after watching that movie. Just I could not stand it. We'll go we'll go into it more. Ethan Hawke was in it. Ethan Hawke was in it. He yeah. was fine. He's getting awards. And, he, and he's getting too, like so. he's like the front runner for best actor. They're saying right now, and I don't understand that at all. He's good. Don't he's good in it, he's but he's, he's not. not. He's not better than Bradley Cooper yeah. in a Star I also is don't Born. Think it's an Oscar role. No, I don't get it at all. It's super pretentious. I can't stand it. Even talking about it right now, I'm getting worked up. We'll talk about movies later. Uh, maybe in the next portion if we get to it, but if not, maybe on the Monday episode. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna go to break, and when we get back, we'll be joined by Madeline Lego, a, f- a fan favorite. For those of you who have never heard of her, you're gonna you're gonna know her. It's getting for this. hot. It's in getting here. hot in here, oh. and uh, she's gonna probably school me on you know relationship stuff and everything. And I can't wait to you and know being a better human being, being a better human being, and you yeah. know. I have my opinion. She has hers, and uh, I look forward to <laughs> to sparring verbally, but keeping it you know, but classy be, and professional. Let's but let's keep it. Let's, let's be honest. She's going to know more than I do. Well, <laughs> well, and also let's be honest. The older you are, the more right you are. So in this case, Tom is going to be the most correct about right. everything. I'm going to be second. Well, where's that put me? The last. Wow. Absolute last. <laughs> I got the young gun mentality. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Well, we'll see. When we get back from our break, we'll be joined by Madeline Lego. And it's going to be a good time. So here we go. We'll be back in just a couple of seconds. You are listening to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. And uh, welcome back to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. I am Sean Young. 
And I am Luke Chaconis. And we have a special guest, Lucas. She's Skyping in. Well, no. Via cell phone call. <laughs> all the way from... Where is she? She Walla, is in Walla, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Ohio. It's no, our dear friend. I thought Cleveland was a state. Anyway, Cle- Cleveland rocks, according to the Drew Carey theme, uh, theme show song. <laughs> um, we're joined by Miss... Madeline Claire, Miss Michelle Obama, Miss Michelle. the former first lady. Hello, Michelle. How is Malia and Sasha? The na- that's the names, right? Aaliyah. No, it's Malia. Malia? It's me. Yeah, it, oh. it's with an M. Hey, oh. Michelle. How's Barack? You know, life is good. I have a book signing tomorrow at the Union Square of oh. Barnes and Noble, and life's great. Wonderful. So, for that real though, sound like Michelle, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is <laughs> Michelle Obama in her own sense, but our. <laughs> Great friend, Madeline Claire Lego is on the show today. Our first, Woo! our first call that in, our first call in ever. She's calling in from New York. Yep. She's got that Empire State of Mind. Um, New York City. New York. You say city or shitty? Shitty. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Well. And now the now the episode's canceled. No. Uh, we can't. We're very. Oh, yes. We oh, don't ever God. curse on no, this. No, that was that was our one curse. Yeah. So we're still PG thirteen. Right? Everyone gets you get yeah, one yeah. F bomb, and then it, if you do two F bombs, it becomes rated R. Oh, who wants to do it? We we haven't used one yet. No, today. we're good. We'll, we'll, Are you sure natural. you haven't used them? We actually didn't no, the first we, one. We didn't. Fuck. Okay, and there she goes. Now we're PG thirteen. Okay. Um, still. Thank you, Sean. So Maddie is on the show today because she's one of our dearest friends. She listens to all our episodes. She shares. Sure. She shares the episodes. Uh, she's given us some great feedback, some things to consider. Um, we're going to get into I it. Just, yeah, typically I just correct the things you guys uh, <laughs> don't say correctly. Which but, is you know. which is almost which is at least ninety three percent of the show. Which is also yeah. Which is also funny because I have one friend that corrects everything I everything we say. Yes. But he just texts me it. Yeah. And so and then I kind of bring up stuff. Yeah. He, Sean Sean will come <laughs> in my room and say we got this wrong and I go oh okay well we'll try again okay. next episode. That's funny. But uh, Maddie just you know for some of our obviously a lot of people from Western listen to the show where we all went and got our degrees. Um, we we have some <laughs> listeners who aren't from Western, so they're they're not familiar with you yet, but they will be after this episode. Mm-hmm. So do you want to you Absolutely. know you just want to give the people kind of a rundown of who you are? Obviously, you know you're doing a lot of cool things out in NYC, acting, just doing doing the the daily hustle. Uh, tell us tell us about yourself. Can you start For with sure. your fifth grade, fifth year birthday? My birthday in the fifth grade or when I turned five. Those are different things. Uh, don't listen to Sean. He's drinking, but he's wearing a very nice Christmas sweater. <laughs> I'm unemployed. Is it a Christmas sweater? He is. It says yeah. fa la 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 um, It's actually based on Skyrim. Hanukkah starts on Sunday. Hey. Are you excited, Luke? <laughs> Am I excited? Thank you. Uh, many people who probably just catch me at a glance say, I bet Luke's getting ready for Hanukkah. Uh, but I'm Italian, not Jewish. But happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish listeners out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you. So yeah, but Maddie, whatever, awesome. whatever you got, get, give us, give us, give us a little right. bit of a rundown and see, tell everyone My what's name. going on. Yes, I am Madeline Claire Lego. I live in Brooklyn, New York now, uh, originally from Indiana, went to school in Illinois with Sean and Luke, Woo. graduated college in 2017, uh, moved here in the fall of 2017, went on a national tour with a children's show called Pete the Cat. 
for about six months and then came back to New York and I've been here just doing the hustle and grind since then. Um, I work a couple jobs. I work at Lululemon. If you need education on leggings, I've got you. Um, I work at a pizza place called Polly G's Pizza. It's pretty, uh, pretty dope actually. If you've not heard of it. Oh, I get it. it Dope. Dope and dough. Dope and dough. Yes. Uh, what? Let's see. what <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the guests keep talking. Go that, on, Maddie. I think that's DP um, dough. <laughs> uh, I am a vegetarian. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. This is uh, almost almost a year. I'll say almost a year. It's been like ten months. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank I'll eat you some so ribs for you. It's like having What'd a child. Say? I'll eat some ribs for you. That's mildly disturbing like thinking about it now meat just really weirds me out it will honestly if you think about it of all the meats that are kind of like really graphic and barbaric to eat ribs are definitely they have to be the number one i mean your your hands are covered your face is covered it looks like you just went you know straight i mean you got that red sauce everywhere it's like you went straight into the kool-aid man's ass like (laughs) the red sauce yeah how do you think yeah red sauce well i'm italian everything's a sauce you know but how do you think they butcher the animal i don't know they say you think they just like leave it alive and then just start cutting out ribs (laughs) come here i'm appalled yeah, this is Maddie's Come here, Bessie. It's Come here, time. <laughs> it's time for your trimming. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning and, like, you know, you've kind of been healthy for the last couple of days and you look in the mirror and you're like, ooh, I'm not bloated yet, and you see, like, one rib in your body, just think, that is the same thing that you're eating, but it's from another animal. It is absolutely so not weird. the same thing. That is a it's human totally rib. Weird. I'm sure, I'm sure it doesn't taste good, a human rib. But cow ribs. I mean, have you tried one? No, have you? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Uh, I drink far too uh, much Budweiser <laughs> and Miller Lite to ever pray to God to see my ribs again. Um, I tweeted today, if I can just shed this 8 to 10 pounds of Budweiser fat and replace it with 100 to 120 pounds of muscle, the Rock's game is over. Yep. The Rock is over. So. I do love the Rock. Rock is good, man. The Rock is good. So... I have a question, Maddie. So I have an answer. Obviously, uh, we're all actors here, but I think one oh thing God. sometimes people get misconstrued who maybe, you know, they hear, oh, you're an actor. What have you done lately? But you said it, you know, and you were very open about it. You have the day jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and how sometimes I think there is this, this misconception that, you know, with actors, they just book, 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 but you have to kind of find those times in between. Um, totally. And I know you're a big advocate. We've talked about this before about, enjoying your day jobs uh just, yeah. could you kind of talk about that a little bit and how like you what your whole philosophy of that is i think it's really interesting and i think it's extremely valid um you know to any other people out there sometimes they're like oh, i don't like going you know i have this i have the motto of work hard don't complain drink cold beer and sometimes you get some complainers <laughs> out there so why don't you kind of uh expand upon that philosophy that you've created maddie with enjoying your yeah. day job and it's okay because you're on and another thing too Anyone who follows Maddie on social media, especially this past year, Maddie, you know, I'll just come out and say it, you've really taken kind of the the the, the positivity route on social media and kind of being one of those influencers. Mm-hmm. And how, how kind of has that uh, helped you? And, you know, how did you get there? Yeah. Um, okay. So I just at some point realized that being happy is just so much easier than being uh, this idea of, like 
distressed human. I don't know. It was so cool, like, three years ago to not care. And um, somewhere along the line, I just realized that caring was cool. And so (laughs) I started making it more well-known. I think it was uh, having a lot of friends that, you know, knew who I was as a person. But there were so many people that would have met me and been like, oh, she's, you know, kind of, for lack of a better word, a bitch, which, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, <clears throat> I am, but wow. only Luke can call me that, you know? I'm a buffoon, um, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're, you're bitching buffoon, we're the double Bs. It's true, no, but, I mean, I've just found a way to encourage others regardless of, like, being around, and I think that sometimes people need to see that you don't have to sell yourself out on social media, um, in order to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really am striving to do. I'm not trying to, you know, promote products I don't enjoy or labels I don't use because for it's for what, you know, other than attention. And I would rather get attention for doing something good. Yeah. And so that's my social media spiel. Um, as for acting and loving my day jobs, I, when I first moved to New York, uh, the day I moved here, I had an interview with Polly at Polly G's, Mm -hmm. and I literally had moved in that morning and went and interviewed and got the job, and it's at this really cool, like, hip pizza place in Brooklyn, and I was kind of nervous at first, because I've always worked in food uh, as, like, a side hustle, but... In New York, I hadn't, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, started there, and it has been basically my, like, home base in New York. I've made a lot of really good friends there. Um, I'm really comfortable with, you know, the environment it's in. It's super close to where um, I live, so I get, you know, that comfort as well. Uh, And, yeah, it's been a really positive experience. And I have so many friends here that just hate what they have to do to make ends meet. You know, they're working jobs they don't like with people they don't like, and they're working hours they don't like. And I just don't see the point in that. Um, You need money to live, point blank. In New York, you need more money to live because the cost of living is insane. Um, You're constantly struggling and you know, being told no day in and day out by people who are casting and looking for the next big thing. And, you know, you have this negativity that's constantly around you as an actor, but you have to find ways to, like, make your life positive. You know, even though these, you know, casting directors do want you to do great, they do want you, it's still hard to hear no, and it's still hard to stay motivated and so for me you know working in environments where I feel happy have been really beneficial um I don't dread going to work which so many people do uh I get to hang out with cool people and meet cool people and eat a lot of pizza quite honestly (laughs) (laughs) which is really great um so yeah I started working there literally the day I moved to New York and when I went on tour uh I obviously left there and then got back and I worked, I, they brought me back in for a month because one of the gals who was working there at that time was going on a trip through Spain or whatever, and they needed coverage. So I went back for a month and then they were like, you know, we don't really have a spot for you right now, but the second one opens again. 
will bring you back. So I found a different job and spent a couple months doing something I didn't really love. And it was hard for me to go to work. It was hard for me to stay motivated as an actor because I was so tired from my day job that I didn't want to do what I was here to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so after talking through with a couple people, I realized I needed to leave that job and find something else. So I put in my two weeks without having any other line, job lined up and just applied about a million places and got about a million responses saying, yeah, come in, we'd love to interview you. And in that moment, I realized, I was like, why are people working jobs that they don't love? There's really no reason when there are so many people looking to hire, you know, fresh faces, Mm -hmm. good talent. I'm saying this on the unemployed guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're... uh... You're kind of uh, sticking that knife in pretty hard, and uh, I am now. I'm now doing bath salts. I have stopped drinking water, and I'm doing bath salts. This interview I thought would be very motivating. It's depressing me. And now I'm making bath salts. Sean and I now have a bath salt company. We run out of our bathtub. I make them. You do them. Yes, it's a whole show. I don't think that's legal, but I'm interested in investing. No, no, no. Um, But yeah, so I applied a bunch of places, got some bites, and. I ended up getting hired at Lululemon, which has been pretty much the best thing to happen to me in a long time. I'm working with a bunch of really encouraging people who are very like-minded, that have similar passions, and um, you know, who are also motivated to make all of their dreams come true. And that's been really, really, really life-changing for me. Um, and so I work there, and I. The day I got offered that job, I got a call from Polly's, and they said, "Hey, we need someone to work here again. Do you do? You, are you looking?" And I was like, "Oh my God, yes!" So I took that on, and so I've been working two jobs for the last three three-ish months, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been really hard. But I am finding a weird balance groove, and I'm getting to be with people I love and trust when I'm not doing acting stuff and so that's really cool it's a way to find your tribe um right. so I and I don't feel any less motivated that's to good act mm-hmm. and so many people I know uh you know they get these day jobs where they're catering or they're nannying or doing whatever and they're just like oh I hate my job it drives me to work harder to get cast and I'm yeah. like well yes but at some point, you need to realize that you should be happy even when you're not on stage. Yeah. And I think that that's something I struggled to figure out for a little while, but, you know, I'm that's, getting there. That's of the course, one I thing would rather I would... be acting, but... Yeah, that, that's the one thing I wanted to also ask. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, I have nothing but love and respect for you and everything, but mm-hmm. one thing, you know, I think that's so interesting when you're talking about something. You and I talked on the phone earlier in the week about this is, yeah. you know, um, amongst... A while, excuse me, uh, working these two jobs, you're still finding time to get up and, you know, hit three, four, sometimes five auditions a week. Um, yeah. Obviously, I know, you know, you, uh, with the whole tour and stuff, that helps you in terms of, I, I think we can talk about, you know, getting your card and everything, right? Um, yeah. You know, that, and that, you know, that you were kind of putting your dues in there and building yourself. So that, that helps too a bit with kind of your clout or status, whatever you want to call it. Um, Definitely. But I think that too, you know, I I just think 
it's 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 in a lot of ways and because there are so many people and I know people who do listen to the show who are actors who want to pursue it or are or are pursuing it um you know it it isn't just this you wake up you go to an audition they call you later in the afternoon they say you booked it and then you have work for the next 3 or 4 months you know yeah. it's you are getting up at 6 7 a.m. in the morning whatever going to two or three auditions and then on top of that you know going to one or two jobs and putting in those hours I just think that's really commendable, and I think the whole thing with what you've been kind of preaching lately about the, um, you know, just finding happiness, you know, I mean, because we've picked careers that have nothing but rejection, Mm -hmm. and it it really builds you up, so I mean, if you're in the boat where you're getting a lot of rejection, which is just bound to happen in this profession, and then on top of that, you gotta go work eight hours at some, you know, store, restaurant, whatever, that you're not loving, you know, I get an A. I'll be honest. Sometimes I come, you know, I I'll break the fourth wall here a bit, you know, come home from the job and say, God, I got to get a new job. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, you have your good days and your bad days. And, you know, I always think kind of in the back of my mind of what you say, then, you know, if you want to change it, change it. Now, I do think in a little bit of a way, it's a little bit easier for us because we're in our, our young 20s. We don't have kids. We don't have that I know of. Young, um, totally. young 20s. Young, young, well, yeah, I forgot Sean's a fossil. Um <laughs> Uh, but you know, we're in our twenties, not a ton of responsibility. So it's easier said than done for, you know, us as it would be opposed to someone who's got a couple kids, a wife or a husband, a mortgage bills, you know, um, sometimes you got to get stuck in that group. But even to those people, I'd say, you know, life's too short to sit around and just kind of wait. Um, and you know, if you get, if you get an opportunity, if you take a risk, jump on it, you know, hopefully it works out. But I just thought that was that was really commendable. Another, another question, two, I have two more questions kind of with acting, and then I do want to get into you uh, a little bit about the show on Monday that you and I were kind of texting about. Um, oh, yes. Just real quick, you said you were on tour. I was. With Pete the Cat. Where did you tour, and what were your favorite okay. places that you visited on your, and you said the tour was six months, correct? Yeah, six months. Yeah. So just, yeah, talk so about I, that. Yeah. I toured pretty much the entirety of the United States. Um, there were, uh, we drove through almost every state. There were only a handful we didn't drive through. Um, so we started, we drove from New York to Texas as our first like driving stint. Um, and then started our shows in Texas, did shows all the way down through the Southwest, um, up the Pacific coast we did like california for almost a month because it's huge did the pacific northwest and then cut back down went through the midwest and um then went back to new york and then we were kind of local for a couple weeks and did shows around the new york area and then we did some east coast stuff you know popping up to like vermont and doing those areas and then going down into like the washington dc area and hitting those spots as well um it was such an incredible experience if you ever have the opportunity to just be in a van with a bunch of people who are really cool and travel around i think it is so life-changing in so many ways yeah i could go to Um, burning man too that sounds like fun (laughs) it, it uh yeah it's I think my favorite spots, okay, so let's see, California, Northern California, I'm all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I we, we had a lot of fun in Oregon, just yes. as a whole, like in Portland, we had a lot of fun, Portland's but Bend, so cool. Oregon was really fun. If you like beer, you should go to Bend, Oregon. They have an ale trail. 
Um, it was actually the day of our stage manager's birthday, so we did a giant scavenger hunt on that day that I planned. Um, if you ever want to see a video of it, it exists. We have a <laughs> video montage. Um, <laughs> what else? Let's see. We went to Vegas, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we had some days off in Vegas. We did it right. We were live till 5, which <laughs> still proud about. Um, wow. I like to go, yeah. I, in college, we used to live by the motto of live till five. Now I live by the motto in bed by nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the last time I was in my bed by 9 p.m. I can't think of the last time. Honestly, I think all the times in my life I have been up till 5 a.m. has probably, uh, you have probably been there and Anthony Curlot has probably been there. And also yeah. probably a uh, island. And an island. All the island talks. The well, island talks. we will have another. We'll have another live till five at Disney. Oh yes, the reunion trip, which you know. The reunion tour. You got to start. You got to start promoting it now. That's a, that's what all the good movies do, and it's just as it's just as oh. big as a movie. And we'll invite Absolutely. all of our listeners. I all of our listeners. <laughs> if if you, then, I'm gonna be famous. We're taking and, all eighty of you. you know, so you're all coming with. Um, that's good though. We'll have We'll have an entourage there. That would be great. We will. So, do you have something to say, Sean? Uh, no, I was going to say, touring is one of the funnest experiences you can ever have Sean, as an actor. Yeah, Sean, I mean, I, I'm not going to try to throw Sean, uh, put him on the spot here, but throw also, I'll throw, throw Sean <laughs> under the bus here and kill him. But Sean has also acted touring, you know, I mean. Yeah, but. What, my, what, did, what did you like, find, what did you find compared to what she just said, similarities and differences? Well, he, at, how big was your cast, Maddie? Uh, there were five of us in the show oh okay yeah see i would yeah. rather i would so much rather do that than just me and one other person yeah because that's what oh, it, yeah that's what it, my tour was and the other person was not a good person <laughs> okay well so. <laughs> and we got some we don't got... worry i don't think she listens oh okay well <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna send her the if episode she does, if she does if she does you're coming to disney uh you just want a free trip you're to disney invited. In 2021. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Paid for by Sean Allen Paid Young. Paid for by Sean Allen Young. So, um, okay, Maddie. So, I want to... Let's get in a little bit to, to the Monday episode, shall we? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Put on your boxing Monday, gloves. Monday. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep this fun and, and friendly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. So, for those of you who may not have listened to the Monday show, we got into a discussion, mainly led by me. I went on a little bit of a tangent slash... Not rant, just a discussion... Mm-hmm that I said a lot of social media nowadays is ruining relationships. I think it, in a lot of ways, uh, sets expectations and, you know, I think a lot of it is very fake and phony. Um, and then it kind of then segued in and out of the whole thing with, because one of the biggest things on social media right now is obviously all the Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson stuff. Um, I said on the Monday. Shout out to Pete Davidson for not responding to my DM. I saw that. He did not, he slid into the DM, but he did not respond. Yeah, it's true. It's over between us. I was going to say, what do do you think of Pete Davidson? Here's the thing. I think Pete Davidson should 100% have done what he did. Like, you were talking, Sean, about how if, you know, Ariana Grande said, hey, I'm going to essentially make your career. uh, All you got to do is help me with this sort of thing. Because realistically... Did they like each other? Probably, whatever. But, like, everything at that level is a publicity stunt. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care who you are, what you have. Like, if it's something that is... There's a reason that celebrities don't 
post a lot about their closest friends. And if they do, they don't like tag them and everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the people private. that really matter to them, yeah. they keep that relationship private. Yeah. But that's exactly um, what, that's what exactly what I was saying is most of the time, you know, if if I were in a publicity stunt like this, I would be acting in a role. That's, oh, yeah. That's basically what it is. Until, you yeah. know, it ends. And then, and oh, look, I just I gained one million so followers. I think he was so yeah, for doing what he did. I, however, am someone that watches SNL mm-hmm. and, like, enjoys him. Yeah. And I know he has some stuff coming out soon. And I personally think that he is probably really cool and mm-hmm. funny. So I'm like, hey, I'll marry you. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, him. Not for publicity. So, so let me ask, let me ask this real quick. For so, love. so Sean and Maddie, you both yeah. think that this was all a PR stunt. The whole the engagement, um, you know, the 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 public photos together, and then the, the big breakup. He was talking about on SNL, and then she she goes on this whole thank you next craze tour, whatever. Which that's my I, big issue with everything with all this. I think that's a fucking sham. If I've ever heard of them before, and I don't get why it's this big, powerful movement. But that's why we've got you on here to kind of give a different side to it. But before we get to that, so just so I can say this, because I don't think it was, I I like to think it wasn't a PR stunt. If it was, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And they both should be ashamed of themselves. But I don't think that was, I'd like to at least believe and love and genuine and genuine and com, you know uh compassionate relationship like i think they probably really did like each other yeah. um just based on you know how they did interact and stuff do i think that they rushed an engagement did that yes i think that that was most likely planned um mm-hmm. in the in the idea of like he went from zero to famous overnight and now has all this stuff go like and she it just all sort of like played out at a really convenient time for her you know what I mean yeah um I feel there are a lot of pop stars that are up and coming right now that we're sort of beginning to overshadow the people like Ariana Grande and some mm-hmm. of the others that have been on top for the last couple of years um you know, there's the whole Cardi B movement that, like, her music has pretty much taken over the charts. Uh, right. And I think that she needed something to make her relevant again. Interesting. I think the, and so uh, I, think, I think it was a really good way to do it, um, regardless of, like, if they meant to or not. I think it was in the back of someone's mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I, I think the whole uh, Mac Miller Ariana Grande thing was actually real. Oh yeah, um, I do too. Because, 100%. but I think then her getting with someone like Pete Davidson was a was a definite PR move to try and move mm-hmm. past that. But then when Mac Miller died, well, you know, it, it brings yeah, that, on a that's whole the one thing. And you you start uh, walking on on thin ice there because I don't really want to yeah. get you know we don't you know Mac Miller. I I feel I mean I said on the Monday show I do feel for Ariana Grande in the in the fact I saw those tweets that people were tweeting at her. It was fucking yeah. vile. Um, oh yeah. I mean that was oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean I, anyone who's got a conscience and isn't a moron knows that his death is in no way, shape, or form on her. And anyone who thinks that is an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, that's just, I, I'll say that and leave that there. Uh, my thing is, yeah. though, so I want, I want, I want to kind of get into this. So this Thank You mm-hmm. Next song comes out. 
and it and it yeah. sweeps you know any anyone who had ever been in any sort of relationship that was rocky or whatever every you know they all are you know it seems everyone gets on the team Ariana Grande bandwagon and I just I don't I don't understand why this song is as powerful and is is as popular as it is now is it because I'm not trying to pull the sex car here, but is it because you know sometimes oh it's dudes and all dudes want to do is hook up and this and that and that, which I can tell you that's not true because I know plenty of dudes uh, that's not their game and actually one of them is no, talking no, right no, now no. Yeah. and it's just so yeah. what, what give give us your take on that kind of to play devil's advocate of what I've said in the past. Yeah. Okay. So my take on the song here's my hot take. I am not crazy about the song in general in that like I just. I listen to it, and I don't really care for it. However, I understand what she's saying and why she's saying it and why it's relatable and why people love it. The reason it has blown up is because it came immediately after their breakup Mm -hmm. and immediately after this relationship dissolved that so many teens and young people and, you know, pop culture themes were obsessed with this relationship. And this relationship dissolved and Ariana Grande responded with this song. Now, this song is, um, I think, an excellent example of saying, you know, like, thank you for what you taught me. You know, like, mm-hmm. she's saying, I'm glad I had an ex like you because now I've learned something from it. And I agree. I mean, we all know that uh, my relationships are... Yeah. You know, they are yeah. hilarious. A hilarious. A laugh. And yeah, you don't you don't you don't gotta feel like you gotta go into that. We don't want that on no, no, you know, yeah. Yeah. But it's like looking back, I wouldn't change the things I've done in my life. Yeah. Um I think I've learned something from any relationship I've ever had, whether it's flirting with someone at a bar one night or being with them for years on end. Right. I yeah. think you learn something from these people you're in relation with. Um, and that's exactly she, what I said she, Monday, too. I think, yeah, I think that women have taken it and been like, this is such a bad, because they know that she's quote-unquote hurting from this relationship, yeah. overcoming this relationship. It's relevant. There have been so many songs that have come out in even the last, like, three years that are similar. Yeah. I mean... Every, yeah, there's, break breakup songs. The, the the concept of a of a breakup song is nothing new. I mean, they've been going on since right. you I know mean, the olden times. Shout out you know? to my ex was yeah. what like two years ago. Yeah, I mean, there it's just it's just and... it just it. So here's here's kind of my follow up question and or rebuttal. Yeah. And I agree with you to an extent. And I even said this on the Monday episode. I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong in saying, you know what, yeah, I've learned something from exes, and we've all had those people mm-hmm. from our past that for better or worse, you learned something. Whether it was a good totally. or a bad relationship, you mm-hmm. learned something. However, I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong, and you can see if you agree or disagree on this with me, yeah. if you were in a, a very uh, foul or sour toxic. relationship, or toxic, yeah. that's a good word, Sean, um, to be like, no, fuck off. I don't want anything to do with you. I oh, totally. I didn't learn anything from you, and I think you're a scumbag, and I want nothing to do with you. But I think I think I even mean, you even, learn something regardless if you want to interact with yeah. them ever again. Yeah. I mean, I have several people in my life yeah. that I will never speak to again. Yeah, that's how However, it goes. I've learned something. Yeah. I don't think I. I think 
that she also is saying that in a way of like, all right, thank you for teaching me never to do this again. Yeah. Next. And I think, and I think, I think think that's that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. And I think there's a lot of girls, especially that are trying to justify poor relationships by this Mm -hmm. song, which I guess is just part of it. You know, people's interpretations. I think that what, you know, this, and I won't even say girls, humans in general, mm-hmm. uh, that are validating this. If you've been in a relationship that was, you were treated like garbage yeah. and, you know, like whatever, yes, recognize that you've been hurt, you've been damaged, whatever, you learn something from it and move on, but don't justify their behavior yes. in that aspect, you know? Yeah. And I, I, totally I think agree. a lot of people are also saying, like, I wish I had this song, you know, when I was going through my breakup, I wish, you know, and for me, it's like, yeah, okay, I can see why this would have helped you, but also, these songs have existed for years, so I also don't see why people are... Yeah, so well, the breakup song about. isn't, or yeah. the breakup, you know, song. Breakup songs, it, I mean, now, there's playlists upon playlists of them on Spotify. I think also, <laughs> I think social media-wise, yeah. I think there's things like this yeah, that are, they they run it's for exploding. about two weeks, and then mm-hmm. they die out. Yeah. It's like the whole, like, Harambe yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, people, people were all about Harambe for about two weeks. Absolutely. And then it just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's the way social media is. People grab onto these memes or anything like that, and it's just. I also think, to an extent, um, and this might just be again, just kind of like the buffoon in me, but also, and I get that. Yeah, there's certain songs, and I hear them, you know, like that they invoke a different reaction out of me. Also, but to me, it's just like it's just a song. I don't get it, and maybe maybe that's me, just the part of of not getting it. Um, I'm all, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll also say this, when I've ever been in, you know, relationships that have gone sour and things, I've never been one, even really anything with personal stuff, I never take the social media, you know, for the most part, I keep my social medias either attempting to be funny, uh, posting, yeah. you know, nice things with friends and family, or bitching about the Detroit Tigers, that's pretty <laughs> much the three things I do with my social media, um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that, could, that again, that's just, and I know people. You know, we just went and on a I whole conversation about how active you are on social media. You know, yeah. and just, that's how some people are. Um. Well, yeah, and I mean, if you look at my social media, you probably could infer when I'm going through, you know, things yeah. that aren't pleasant. But yeah. I've never, and I mean, in my adult years, maybe when I was like 14, but yeah. even then, <laughs> those don't. Count. I don't. Think, <laughs> those don't count for anybody. Yeah, we and you guys talked about that. Yeah. Um, but I think that people who choose to share their life on social media to that extent, yeah, are choosing to just be open, yeah, and to share it with the world. And if that's what they choose to do, that's what they choose to do. Um, I. I don't badmouth people on social media for the most part when it comes to, like, exes and stuff because, I don't know, they have a family. Yeah, (laughs) right. But, you know, it's like you don't want to necessarily ruin lives. Um, There's tons of things I could say about people that would just probably ruin all sorts of images, but I would never do that. No, well, that's a thing. I mean, relationship or not, like friendships, you know, anything. I think that you have to choose, pick and choose what you're going to put out there. 
Um, I think as an artist, especially, you know, people ask me a lot of times, like, why don't you write music? Why don't you? And I'm like, well, it's kind of hard to put yourself out there and expose it because your art reflects directly how you feel about things and how you feel about people. And so finding a way to make these songs popular without really you know throwing other humans under the bus or doing whatever i think she did a nice job of uh constantly i mean in the song i don't remember i don't know the lyrics totally but I oh i do i've got says, them written down I, I love i sing them every night before i go to bed <laughs> oh do you yeah yeah but you know I it's think, it's well a- she like i think she says nice things about him no, it's never. It's never. Writing. She never. She never goes at him. It's just, yeah. It's it, it, like in in that sense, yeah. It's very respectful. I I don't know. I just feel like in a lot of ways it was a song that she knew would be catchy, uh, and it it just seemed like there was a lot well, of ulterior motives. And you guys kind of talked about that. I think the relationship part was very genuine. This thing that's followed with the song afterwards, I think, is a total just cash grab of the moment. But oh, so, totally. I mean, it's. It's smart, though. I mean, the music video she's about to drop is gonna be insane because it's themed on, like, girl chick flicks of of mean girls, uh, 13 going on 30, and bring it on, I think, or something. Yeah. And it's gonna just blow what about up the hot and everyone's chick? gonna be obsessed with it. Is the hot chick gonna be <laughs> in there with starring, Rob Schneider? Uh, Rob Schneider. What about white chicks? Billy! Starring the Wayans Brothers. Fun story. Uh, in college, Estancia, my roommate at mm-hmm. the time, our other friend, our other and friends. I lost the remote to our TV, and we watched Hot Chicks like six days in a row. Or not Hot <laughs> Chicks, uh, White Chicks. <laughs> I thought you said we watched Hot Chicks, and I said, that's you can't do that anymore. You'll, you you'll get in trouble. That. That's, you'll get you'll get no, end up on some sort of feed. I meant White Chicks. Oh, okay. But it was just like on VH1, and we couldn't find the remote, so we just watched it. On, that on was also when loop. we watched the VMAs uh, with Beyonce's incredible performance, uh-huh. uh, yes. like five nights in a row as well. Yes. So. Um, college was a really formative college time. College was a good time. So, Maddie, let's. So, I think we had a nice. We that was nice. It was civil. We got a different perspective. I feel like I learned yeah. a couple things. You know, yeah. I still have my thoughts, but Maddie, everyone, everyone can have their own opinion. That's what's so great about this. Um, America. So, Maddie, I have kind of one more question, and then we're gonna. I think we'll we'll kind of we'll end it there and be on our way. Um, yes. Taking kind of back to, to your New York thing, and this is kind of a, a cliche and a cheesy question. I know. But okay. just for anyone who might be listening, and you know, we have a lot of theater, you know, actors who listen, um, and you know, uh-huh. might want to do something you've done. Is there any advice you could give? Realistic advice, you know, not not these. If you just just go out there and be you and do your thing, because that you know, you can be you all you want. That doesn't get you anywhere, you know, in this yeah. in this profession. It's yeah. it's. I know that sounds kind of cold, but that's the truth. Um, is there any you know kind of insider stuff in terms of hey, you know? Uh, this is a great way to look for auditions or, you know, kind of connect with these people or, you know, live in this area. Any advice in that realm that you could say and then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll head out of here? Um, I think something that it's still taking me a while to really let sink in um, is that there's so many people that are successful at such a young age that it's easy to get discouraged Um, There's people like Ariana Grande that were on Broadway at 13, you know? Um, 
and it's really easy to get caught up in that and feeling like you're too old or you're like losing time and then you look and you realize you're 24 and you're like I have a whole life ahead of me um I was in Macomb Illinois at this point you know a couple years ago not even dreaming of what I was doing I think just realizing that you're young and there's so much time left and knowing that it's going to be okay is a big part of it. Don't let time discourage you because you're building a career over a lifetime. I'm not trying to, you know, get famous tomorrow so that I can quit doing what I love. I want to be able to do this when I'm 65. When I'm 80, I want to be still working. Um, because that's it's about longevity so don't burn out it's so easy to burn out i think taking time to take care of yourself and do what you want to do is really important um also you have to do the work people will sit and complain constantly about how hard it is but they won't audition i mean there are friends of mine that i know i never see at auditions ever Mm -hmm. and i hear them complain sometimes and i'm like well you can't get cast unless you show up. That's a and great. That's, that's something. That's great. That's something that is really hard to understand until you get here. Uh, it's hard to wake up in the morning. I mean, when you're non-equity, it's even harder because you have to wake up and sit around and might not get seen. I mean, there's so many variables that it's really hard. Right. Um, but you just have to show up every single day. And the days that you choose not to show up, you need to take advantage of the fact that you're staying home and you're taking care of yourself. Um, I constantly feel guilty when I do take time to, you know, like, I don't know, do my laundry or (laughs) go to the grocery store because I'm like, I'm not working. I'm not working. But then I remember, oh, my God, I've worked 70 hours this week already. It's going to be okay. Um, Just knowing there's no rush. You just have to, like, work really hard when you are working. Also, just be good at what you do. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I have so many friends that work in food with me, and they just don't try because they're in food or they're, you know, doing whatever, and it's not what they want to be doing, so they don't try. And I don't understand that. You should always want to be the best version of yourself because you never know who you're going to meet. I mean, a, a couple months ago, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw this. I was waiting on a woman at Polly's, and I got offered another job while I was there because she loved me as her waitress. Yeah. She was like, I would love to offer you a job. And I was like, thank you so much, but I, like, am not really looking. Yeah, yeah. And those opportunities don't happen to people if they're not doing their best. Yeah. You know, it's you have to always – I always say when I have new tables come in, I pretend like the love of my life is going to be sitting at the table and I want to make a great impression. You right. know, like, it's great. Yeah. Just always be your best self. And if you're not able to do that, take the time so that you can show up and be the best version of yourself tomorrow. Yeah. It's not worth it otherwise. It's yeah. not worth it to get run down and, you know, bitter right. <laughs> when you're the one in control of your life. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, powerful thing thinking about age um because you know there's so many people like you said there's so many people that get famous early um and are making all this money but there's plenty of great actors and plenty of opportunities for you to become a quote-unquote famous actor at the age of you know 40 45 50 
Yeah. Like there, and I think the other thing is people try and rush into this this idea of being famous, which Agreed. if if we're in if we're doing what we love, the the object is not to get famous. It's to stay happy and do what we love. Yeah, stay happy, stay healthy. I mean, people are, I mean, mental health is such an issue right now. Right. I, you will hear it left and right, and thank God we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like in this city, it is insane to just get on a train and see how many people you can tell could break down at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane. You have to put yourself first. Right. And it's so hard. It really is. But when it comes to, like, the practical stuff, just stay organized, stay open, say yes to things, uh, create your own opportunities. I'm getting ready to do a bunch of really cool stuff in the next month um, that I'm working on awesome. with some of my friends. Uh, so, shameless plug there. Yeah. Stay tuned. Let us, let us Follow know more me about on that. social media. For sure. <laughs> Uh, stay tuned but yeah yeah, it's like you gotta if you want something go after it but also know that it's okay if you're not if you take a nap instead of hustle well well, yeah I think the other thing is people look at the word failure as such a negative thing when being a failure at something it could be such an eye-opening experience and bring you towards being a better human being absolutely yeah so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, what else do I have to say that would be <laughs> beneficial to someone moving to New York? Oh, if you want to move, if you want to change your life, just buy the ticket because you're never going to be ready. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. I think I think Make we can move, even we can even kind of speak ticket. to that. I mean, obviously, you know, New York was a bit more of a of a, a hustle for you to get out there than it was for us to move a couple hours to a big city like Chicago. But it's the it's the same formula really. You're never really yeah, ready. Same idea. You eventually just kind of have to one day just do it. So I, mm-hmm. I speaking of that readiness, um, I, I like a couple of years ago I posted something on Facebook and it was by uh, actor Hugh Laurie, um, mm-hmm. who was House basically. That's yeah. also one of the bad guys in One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Yes, he was. And One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Did you say Home Alone? <laughs> He's 101 Dalmatian. Shut a, up. I but he's also in Home Alone. Dale! He is... Um, <laughs> hey, but I know a lot of really great grudge facts, if anyone wants yes, to Yes, we didn't even get... Because we, we have to wrap this up here in a second. Yeah, but it, we didn't get to do the Grinch. Maybe next time. Because we're going to have you on again. Yeah. But Sean, finish oh, your thought and then we're going to Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll leave... We were talking about um, just the being ready yeah. and about timing. Yeah. Um, he said, it's a terrible thing, I think, in life to wait until you're ready. I have this feeling now that actually no one is ever ready to do anything. There is almost no such thing as ready. There is only now, and you may as well do it now. Generally speaking, now is as good a time as any. Oh, Hugh Laurie. So good. How yeah. speaking so the truth. Wise. Speaking the truth. Maddie, thank you for coming on our show. Yeah. Thank you. You're our first ever guest uh, over over the phone. And one day, you know, when you come to the city to visit, we'll actually have you on and, you know, you can be here in person. Yeah. And I'll drink beer with you. Oh, my God. Please do. That'd be great. So thank you, Maddie. Maddie, if you, what, are, what are your social media so so the kids at home can follow you? That's how I think they do it on the professional shows. How do you, how do, you do it? Where are you at? Uh, follow me on at Maddie Legos on all social media. I have the Twitter, I have the Instagram, the Snapchat. Uh, my website is MadelineClaireLego.com. Nice. Uh, there's a Facebook page, Madeline Claire Lego. 
honestly, if you just search Madeline Lego, you will get everything you've ever wanted to see, oh. including oh. some really excellent uh, videos of me as a child, probably. Ooh, so. I'm into that. Okay, well, we're going to kick Sean off the I'm show now, that. but thank you very much, Maddie. <laughs> we'll talk soon, and uh, yeah, we love you. Thank you for coming on. Yep. Love you guys. All right, talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Well, that's it. That's now, it. I wonder what it sounds like to the people listening. Like, I wonder if that was so jarring, like with the because the you know with the phones and the yeah. speakers, and now it's just kind of back to normal. Well, now, now, now is the time for us to actually look for good equipment. Yes, and um, we're we're gonna we're get gonna, on that train. We're real gonna quick. get on that real quick. So that's gonna do it for this episode. That was a fun man. She's just the best. Yeah, She's she very is. real. Yep. Um, you know, she doesn't ever pretend to be anything greater than you know. She's no. She doesn't ever come off arrogant no. um, with that. I said it. She's got. The... She's got confidence, which is good. There's a difference though between uh, the confidence and the cockiness, and she yeah. definitely rides that confidence side of I've the train, which it, is great. Said it from the day I met her that she is the most real she's human so, being she's, I'll ever meet. She gives some good advice, oh. and sometimes the. The I love you talks and sometimes get your shit together yeah, talks. Of course. And there's nothing wrong with that. So that's going to do it for this episode. Everyone have a great weekend. Thank yeah. you, Maddie, for coming on the show. Uh, as always, guys, please like, share, comment. If you're listening on Apple again, uh, you know, rate and review. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this Friday's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. I am Luke Chaconis. And I am Sean Young. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will see you again on Monday. Go Bears! Have a happy Friday the 13th, and get a job.